0: So it turns out I may have accidentally launched a conspiracy theory about Alina Haba. You see, I've talked obviously many, many times about how incompetent Alina Habba is as a lawyer. And in a video that went live this past Monday, I jokingly had this to say about how bad Haba is and a possible motivation for her incompetence. So here's what I said on Monday. Take a look. She has done so much damage to him that it's almost like she's secretly working for the left. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I would love to find out later on that she was some kind of double agent, uh, tanking Trump from the inside. Cause that's the only thing that makes sense. Again, totally joking, right? I, I do not actually think for a second that Alina Habba is actually some kind of double agent working for the left or for Democrats or anything like that. But apparently folks on the right have decided that yes, that actually is a plausible explanation as to why. Alina Haba is so bad at her job. After Donald Trump announced on Truth Social this week that he, of course, was seeking new counsel uh, as he appeals the Eugene Carroll verdict, folks on both Truth Social and Twitter had this to say about Alina Haba. One of them, Ultra MAGA Girl, said, I don't trust Alina Haba. I believe she is a deep state plant. Another, User on Twitter said, has anyone ever seen Habba and Taylor Swift in the same room at the same time? Hmm. Another one said, I wonder who forced Trump to hire Alina Habba for the guy who's going to save us from the deep state. He sure gets fooled by the deep state a lot. Another one said Alina Habba is a deep state plant. She tanked Trump's defense on purpose. And when Alina Habba posted something of her own, a MAGA fan responded, You are a deep state plant, you clown. Now there was at least one Trump supporter who kind of pointed out to everybody that this, this doesn't make much sense because as this user wrote, our guy hires incompetent people all the time. (laughs) Isn't the flex they think it is. Um, so yeah, some people are like, Hey, listen, we love Trump, but he always hires bad people. That doesn't mean she's a deep state plant. But, um, the reason (laughs) I'm even saying that I may have launched this is because there was a user on social media who, after this broke, responded to it and was like, Hey, Farron cousins mentioned this in a video earlier this week. So I'm going to take a little bit of credit, right? I put this out there in the ether and then unfortunately it became a thing. So I apologize to everybody for that. Didn't mean to launch a conspiracy theory, but at the same time, it does make sense (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to push conspiracies, but I love that. Like I'm totally not a conspiracy theorist, but, uh, but no, for real, like her behavior in the courtroom, her failure to follow basic legal procedures, it's indicative of somebody who doesn't know what she's doing. And for the formerly most powerful man in the United States, obviously the most powerful man in the Republican party, For him to hire somebody with that level of incompetence and to continue using her as his counsel after she has repeatedly failed him, I mean, that's not a deep state plant. That just shows that Donald Trump is just so either enamored with her, like he just likes her as a person so much, or he's genuinely that stupid. Alina Habba is definitely not a deep state plant. I don't think anybody could intentionally be that bad as a lawyer, even if they tried. She's just really bad at what she does and that's freaking out the MAGA folks. So they have to cling to these conspiracy theories to make themselves feel better. Republican lawmakers in the state of Georgia have absolutely had it with the criminal charges against Donald Trump and his 18 co-defendants. And so they have introduced new legislation in the state of Georgia that would actually get rid of the Rico charges that Donald Trump and his co-defendants have been hit with, right? So you can't get Donald Trump off the hook for it. So what if we just retroactively make what he did legal? And that is effectively what this legislation would do. Let me read you this. This is from the bill itself. Any pending prosecu prosecution pursuant to this chapter where any part of the indictment or accusation alleges any violation contained within paragraph of this subsection shall be discharged and dismissed by any court of this state exercising jurisdiction over such matter and shall be barred from being reindicted, reaccused, recommended, or otherwise brought again in any court, of this state. So they're not only saying like, we're getting rid of these kinds of charges, but it's also not only retroactive. So if anybody's already had this, like, I guess you're free to go, but it also means that you can never bring charges for these people ever again. So you're basically giving them blanket immunity. You're getting rid of the rule of law in Georgia just to protect this guy. That is the most bonkers thing I have seen from Republicans. And as we've seen a lot of bonkers things from Republicans recently, that is really saying a lot. These are the depths to which these people will sink to protect Donald Trump. These charges in Georgia are not made up. This is not a politically motivated prosecution. And with whatever the hell is happening with Bonnie Willis and, you know, that investigation, we'll wait and, you know, render judgment once the investigation concludes. But none of that even matters to the charges brought against Donald Trump. Those charges were voted on by a grand jury. Average everyday people in the state of Georgia comprise that grand jury. They looked at the evidence. They, they talked to the witnesses. They heard everything. They saw everything. And at the end of all of that, those people said, yep, we think he did it. We think he did it enough to where we are willing to charge him for doing it along with the 18 other co-defendants. And now the Republicans in Georgia that run the state are saying, well, we can't stop the prosecution. This Fonnie Willis thing isn't really going as far as we had hoped it would because obviously there's been information that's come out in the past week. That's kind of thrown a lot of cold water on some of the accusations against Willis. Again, we'll wait till the investigation concludes to render judgment on that. But now they're saying, okay, well, if we can't get rid of the prosecutor, if we can't stop the prosecution itself, we'll just change the laws. We'll make everything he did totally legal, which of course then opens the state up for future candidates to just do the same thing. And by the way, this is coming from the same damn party that is campaigning on Democrats being soft on crime. Democrats are soft on crime. These people tell us they're the ones trying to change the law to let an indicted, uh, you know, alleged criminal off the hook. Democrats aren't doing that anywhere. And the president's own son is being criminally prosecuted in two states, California and Delaware. And we're not even changing the laws to protect that guy. Y'all are the ones that are soft on crime because you decided to follow this false prophet and he's leading you to damnation. Several days ago, it was revealed in an excerpt from a new book by authors, Michael Isakoff and David Claidman, or Daniel Claidman, excuse me. Uh, it was revealed that Sidney Powell had sought six to eight pardons for work that she wanted to do for Donald Trump to overturn the results of the 2020 election. But at the time we didn't, cause this is before the book was released. We didn't know exactly what Sidney Powell was planning to do. Well, now that the book has been released, we actually do have a clear picture of what exactly Sidney Powell wanted to do and of the unlikely hero that actually stopped her from doing it. Here is what the book has to say. The idea was to tap ex-intel operatives who would break into election offices in swing states and seize Dominion voting machines and servers so they could prove the equipment had been hacked by foreign powers. The operatives would need hunting licenses in order to fulfill their mission. Hunting licenses, what in the world were they talking about? Powell chimed in, pardon. She said from president Trump, I need six to eight pardons, but these weren't ordinary pardons for past misconduct. They would be preemptive pardons. She explained an advance permission slip from the president to protect the operatives from criminal prosecution in the future. Should any pesky prosecutors go after them for breaching an election office and stealing data. So As I talked about earlier in this week, we didn't exactly know what Sidney Powell wanted to do, but she at least had the foresight to understand that it was going to be illegal. Well, now that we have the full context of it, Sidney Powell, according to the book, wanted to hire former Intel operatives, you know, maybe former FBI, former CIA, former military. We don't know, but basically take these black ops people and have them physically break into elections offices to steal voting machines. So then they could prove all that fraud. And Rudy Giuliani of all people was the guy that was like, yeah, this is a little too far. We're not gonna do this. I'm not going to ask Trump for these preemptive pardons. So Sidney Powell. Well, I was going to say she didn't do it, but she still did it in Coffee County, Georgia. We know that she sent the people down there. They didn't have to break in. Nobody smashed any windows. Sidney Powell was able to get the uh, Coffee County clerk, who's also been indicted in Georgia, by the way, to just open the door, let them come in and have free reign in the machines. But let me go ahead and explain something to you here. If Sidney Powell had in fact done what she wanted to do, If she had assembled a team of operatives to go in and break into buildings, federal buildings to steal voting machines. And even if they were able to prove from these stolen voting machines that yes, fraud had occurred. Do you know what happens at that point? Even if she gets a pardon and doesn't go to jail, you know what happens at that point? That evidence gets thrown out in court. That's illegally obtained evidence. Sidney Powell, as a lawyer, should have known that. Like, that to me is the shocking part. That's not mentioned anywhere. I haven't seen anybody else mention that part, but you can't go just break into somebody's house and, you know, say, oh my God, I found a bloody knife. Here, let me go turn it into the authorities. That's illegally obtained evidence that is now inadmissible in court, so you can't prove anything. And Sidney Powell was like, well, screw it. Let's just do it with the voting machines. Let me get my hunting license and I'll send my boys down in there to smash some windows, grab the voting machines and get the hell out of there. This, this, I, I am, I'm actually at this point angry that Sidney Powell was given a plea deal in Georgia for, you know, just only having to plead the misdemeanors. It seems like this person belongs in jail based on the available evidence. I think she belongs in jail and I hope that we're not done with the possible criminal prosecutions against her. These allegations are massive and again, a weird thing to say, but I gotta give props to Rudy Giuliani as crazy as he is for at least having enough sense to realize that Sidney Powell is somehow even crazier than him. During a press conference with reporters this week, Donald Trump grew visibly confused When a reporter asked him a very simple question. And the question was, are you going to use your campaign funds to pay off any of the penalties that you have gotten from the courts? Donald Trump had no idea what this reporter was asking because as he explained after the reporter had to ask the question again, he, he didn't do anything wrong And apparently he seems to be suffering under the delusion that he didn't lose any court cases. So here he is. Take a look at this visibly confused Donald Trump claiming that he's apparently not in any trouble at all. Take a look. Um, Do you plan to try to use campaign funds or PAC money to try to pay some of the penalties in uh, New York defamation and fraud cases? I don't understand. What? Are are you thinking of potentially trying to some of those penalties that you, you might what penalties? In the New York fraud case the defamation case. I, I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, that's been proven as far as I'm concerned. And actually, we won in the court of appeals. You probably saw that. That case has been largely won in the court of appeals. Uh, that was a political case coordinated with the White House by the Attorney General. I assume is what you're talking about. And we won that case largely in the court of appeals. So again. First, the reporter's like, Hey, are you going to use any, uh, uh, campaign funds, pack money to, uh, pay these legal fees. He's like, what, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? What? So they asked the question again, like, are you going to use campaign money? He's like, I didn't do anything wrong. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? I, I won at the appellate court. I don't know. It's difficult to determine at this point, if Donald Trump is just continuing to lie because his narcissism refused to let him believe he actually lost. Is he just putting on a brave face in order to brainwash his cult into thinking that everything is fine? Or does he genuinely not know that he actually lost? Because we're dealing with several different things there. Two of them, obviously trying to save his campaign, right? polls out this week. He's not doing well at all. He is once again, losing to Biden by six points. But if it's that last thing that he genuinely doesn't know this, then that's not a gaffe. That's a symptom of something seriously wrong with his brain. So let's dissect what he said there, right? I didn't do anything wrong. I won at the appellate level for the New York fraud trial, which is weird because that hasn't been appealed yet. So you can't win at the appellate level, In fact, Donald Trump has made that claim repeatedly that we've virtually won this case at the appellate level. No, he didn't. I had to go back and I spent a long time going through this morning, trying to find what the hell he's even talking about with the appellate level regarding the New York fraud trial. And everything I have found from the appellate level, uh, you know, he had appealed the gag ruling. They appealed a couple other little motions and things like that, that had happened in the trial. Trump didn't win. Like he, he never won any of these things. So I have no idea. Reporters have no idea what the F he's even talking about with regard to winning this New York fraud trial at the appellate level, because that's straight up, not a thing that's happened. The overall verdict and determination has obviously not been appealed. So he didn't win that. And then most of these motions and things like that, he didn't win. And the few that the appellate court agreed to were only to stay certain things. So it's not even like, yeah, we'll overturn this. No, they're like, okay, we're not going to take action on this. He didn't win a damn thing, but he has been out there saying that for months and it makes no sense. So again, I don't know if he doesn't understand how the law works or if he's just lying because he always lies or if he genuinely is so confused, he thinks he won something. But he lost the New York fraud trial before it even began with a summary judgment. He lost the Eugene Carroll trial before it even began with a summary judgment. He has lost all of these cases already before the verdicts were even handed down before the penalties came in before the judgments against him, he has lost everything. And based on that clip we just saw, I genuinely think that he does not understand that. And that is definitely a symptom that something's not right in his head. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced. And follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.